so today is Monday the 14th of November and welcome to meeting five of the amenities committee. So moving on to, um, do we have any apologies that we're aware of for this meeting? Yes, Councillor Griffith is aware. Okay. And if we move on to declarations of interest, I'm aware that Bernie and I are both Green Gates Community Project and Patrick and I are both involved with Cycle North Cheshire and Climate Action Project. Are there any others that are arising on the agenda? No. No? no? Okay. So next one is public participation. I'm going to recommend that we suspend standing orders for the active travel agenda item if everybody's in agreement to enable group members to participate in the presentation. But are there any members of the public who would wish to speak in the um, in the early bit before the meeting before we No? Okay. Well in that in that case we will move on to the approval of the minutes. Uh, do we have a proposer and a seconder to approve minutes from? I propose. Bernie proposing. I'd be happy to second that. Oh, yeah. And are we all in agreement of the minutes? Yeah. 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 Okay. So the next one is to is uh, play areas to receive an update on the new springers at Churchfield's play area. I'm presuming so we have. Yes, um, they were due to go in last week, and that's as much as I've heard so far. They okay. should be in place by now. Okay, so if they're all approved, that's, that's already done. And the next one is to receive an update on the roster reports and the approved works. Yes, I sent the roster reports to Northwich Town Council. They are going to come back to us with some further quotes for the okay. work that's listed. I'm still actually waiting for those quotations to come in. Yeah, that, that's, that's great news if we can get some progress on those. And the last item on this one is to approve replacement works for the whole section of the timber guardrail. Now that was something that was identified in the annual reports as um, you know, a, high, a high priority task. So I, I would recommend that we uh, get this work done. Do we have a... Oh, we've got an update as well. Okay. Yeah, so when I spoke to Northwich last week about this item, they informed me that the side of the timber guardrail that you haven't yet replaced is loose in the ground, and would, and would we like a quote to replace the whole section? So I said we would. Yeah. So we haven't had that yet. Right, okay, so so we're awaiting, awaiting the quotes, but we... Oh. I'm lucky to um, approve. They know about it. Okay. Um, so the next one is moving on to the Frodsham Memorial Hill project. So I believe that the works have been well received by the public on social media and are also ready in time for Remembrance Day service, which was really great. And I believe we've, we've got an update. Yes, the update, uh, Madam Chair, was just to let everyone know the project was now completed and we were awaiting an invoice from Horticon, which we haven't received yet. Okay, and moving on to item B. Excuse me, oh. sorry, <laughs> just to say, um, Zoe, in terms of the, the, you mentioned the project's completed, but I know that they are still to do some top dressing. I'm just going to say that on the tarmac right. areas. Ah, so okay, yes, we can have that in. 
But so I think it's weather dependent, wasn't it? It is a weather dependent, yeah. um, but it was just really to note that it's not completed in its entirety. No. There is still no. work to be done. <coughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think you said they might have to wait until spring. Okay. Uh, to, um, yes, with the grass, so yeah. off the grass. Yeah. yeah. So that brings us on to the next one, which is to receive an update from HDD on the latest position and to approve the overrun for the originally estimated contract length. And there's um, an extra cost attached to that. Do, do we have an update from ITB? Yes. So, um, with regard to the time that was estimated, HDD noted that before they were on board, they allowed for two days to uh, for the contract to run over and then another two days to run works around the memorial. So it was actually Horticon that overran, not the design company. So the design company had to manage that for two additional days. So the cost of that is £1,100, but that was, that was out of our hands and out of HDD's hands as well. It brings into question all the people who missed the date. Yes, I believe is there, they, is there a penalty question on that? Um, no, because that's the con. I believe the contractors who were assigned to do the work, they just physically couldn't couldn't finish it in the time, so they aren't charging anymore. The contractors have the price that they've set. That's what they have charged. But the people that managed it for us, they had some extra work that they had to do. see the grass coming on now as well. You can, yeah. Very yeah, seeded, yeah. yeah. Great. Oh, over the last three days, you can on. see where all the grass seed was put down and everything. It looks good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really good news. Was that the, the end of three years of crusading? still whilst they were awaiting the delivery of the play equipment which was previously mentioned and this was scheduled to arrive today Monday so roughly it has now and the contractor will be working on site from next week until the completion of the works and they are currently awaiting the expected completion date from the contractor so they're going to update me as soon as they hear from them. Okay. 
And there's also an additional cost on, on this item, isn't there, of the £730? I've got a question that because why did they need to visit the site when it wasn't active? There was nothing going on for weeks. I think it's, it's yet to happen, so we're, we're yet to Is approve the 730 mm -hmm. so it would be for the, the, the project management team to go and do that. And again, as the previous item, I think it's one where it's not the fault of the project manager for, for doing mm -hmm. it, so they're kind of adding an extra cost. So with that in mind, I'd probably recommend that we approve it so we can complete the works in a timely fashion. But I'm, I'm happy with that, Lucy. Yeah. Is there anyone to propose and second? Yeah. And are, are we all in agreement? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so that brings us on to the town clock which is to receive an update on the repair and maintenance. So uh, due to staff illness, the clock wasn't able to be mended uh, when we were hoping it would be. Uh, but um, it's saying that we, it's going to uh, take place before we switch on of the Christmas lights. Yes. So uh, is there any more to add to that? Um, yes, just to note, it was due to staff illness on the clock maker side. So that's yeah. why they couldn't attend on the previous date. But the new date for repair is the 22nd of November, and that's being confirmed. Just once we're sort of any members of the public ask us about it. Well, uh, just a, a quick question. The I don't know, was it three years ago that we, we had the clock, and the clock totally rebuilt with a guarantee? Yeah, I thought we did. It wasn't that long ago. Was it? It wasn't three years ago. Well, let's say two years. Mm -hmm. It was after our job. I okay. thought there should have been a guarantee on And this. there was that a guarantee, surely. And therefore, if there is any cost, and I, Chair, I don't know if we do have a cost on that, that we shouldn't be paying that. We should be claiming against the guarantee because it was being maintained every year, and that was part of the contract and we were paying for that. And so, as far as I'm aware, it was serviced, if I can use the word serviced, last week, uh, last last year. Yeah. It, I, it, I don't know. Well, I think it was, it was repaired, actually. Was it? Again? Yeah. In the last meeting of the Immunities Committee, we, we resolved that we would pay an annual service charge because we've just been paying a one-off service charge which actually seemed comparable to just paying for it to be yeah. annually. So we resolved that at the meeting last month. However, if there was a guarantee, perhaps that's something that we can ask Zoe to look right. into. I would imagine you would get a guarantee if someone's totally it's, 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 rebuilding it's it. It's not very good because it's constantly wrong and broken, is it? Okay. It doesn't look good because it's right in the middle of the yeah, exactly. exactly. The, the amount of people that have commented to me about it Mm. Let's. Why don't we check to see yeah. when, when it was overhauled, when the repair, so the, the, the oh, refurb, so yeah. and whether there is any guarantee. Yes. Um, from that, and if if we are within the time scales, then we can request that it's done under guarantee. But sensible, uh, yeah. but you're right, Lucy. At the last amenities we did enter yeah. into, we did agree to enter into an annual service agreement so that mm. they could, they would called out for any 
repaired throughout the years. And that means we're not having to wait for a meeting to yep. approve something and it to be delayed. It can just yep. kind of be I mean, it's quite to... unbelievable, really, that one person goes off sick and mm. they can't repair a clock. Maybe it's a pretty small business. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when we looked for the repairs last time, it was literally there is very few companies that can do this work and it was a very yeah limited on who we could go to to carry out the work because i think even at the time joe said she would struggle to get three quotes because th there wasn't that many companies or i, I remember something loosely like that is it can i ask it, it's smith of derby isn't it yes yeah they're quite a big company i think as far as they travel all over the world doing repairs and fees yeah, so, so, well, the reason I know is I used to teach to people who operate powered access equipment and Smith and Darby is one of our customers. So that's how I know about that. But what I'm saying is now that, uh, now that somebody's, you know, they're no longer ill, they've obviously got time on their hands to come and do that repair. Well, it says we've got a date of the 22nd, 22nd. of November, so yeah, that's, that's yeah. not long for us to wait now, no, so hopefully no. it's all going to be up and running soon. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps they've got somebody else, maybe a second hand. I believe they have to work in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they have to do it at night yeah. because of the traffic. Isn't it? Wait that's a terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was. The next item, which is the Christmas lighting, so to receive an update on the lighting with new information, so we do now have pre-quotes for that work. So item B is to consider the updated quotations for wrapping the uh, tree lights into five lights and decide next steps. We may have to make a recommendation to full council. So at the last amenities committee, we did self-source some lighting um, and we did approve £500 per tree. However, we have then gone on to get ballpark figures for the installation of that, which um, is, is rather a lot and brings it in line with prices we've had from two of the other providers. Um, I, I agree that costs are high, but we do want Frodgen to look really nice for Christmas and um, I would advise that we choose one of those to, yeah. to move forward with. Um, uh, uh, does anyone have any preferences to which of those quotes we go for? I would like to go with Northwich Town Council because we? we know the work and... And they, they do do a lot of work in Frodgen, they know the area, they know the trees, so... I think that is actually the cheaper of yeah, the quotes as well, so yeah. do we have a proposer in a second? Um, before we get into that, the, 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 the previous court that we first looked at, I think Zoe looked into it and she gave a given an assurance that the, the lights will last for about four to five years, is that a similar thing with Northwich? That was Northwich, I think. Was it Northwich? Yeah, I, 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 th I thought it was a different one. That was light one. That was light, L-I-T-E. Oh, was it? okay. Yeah, that was the Northwich have come in slightly cheaper, haven't they, I think? Have they given three years? I thought Northwich would give them. They only give the lights 12 months, but the work three years? Three is years. Is that right? So, just to clarify, um, light, the slightly more expensive one, they guarantee the lights for one year, but they will last four to five years. Northwich haven't let us know 
what their guarantee is on the lights, on their lights, because their quote only came in today. And what did their quote? What was the difference between the two? Five hundred and seventy-five pounds. It's not a big difference, really. No, I, I, I think from what I've heard in the past from Joe, for example, is that lights are L I T E are absolutely excellent at doing what they're doing, and. For five hundred pounds, I'd rather have, let's say, a reputable company. Right. And what's the likelihood we can get this done before? Obviously, not before light switch on, but ideally, sometime in December. Um, I've been. Because we we need to get full council approval first as well. That's not till twenty eighth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 guessing that with four, eight of us sat here tonight and only. 11 members of council, if everyone agreed to it tonight, it's very likely that full council would agree to it. We could perhaps go to them with an agreement in principle pending. That's what I would suggest. If you mm -hmm. wanted to do that, you could. we could put them on high alert to say, yeah. yes, we want them. And they've promised the first weekend in December or very, very early December to install. That's, that's, that's light, 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 light. light. Yeah, light. Well, okay. Norwich no, 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 hadn't. They haven't told me when they can do the work, but I would go back and ask them that obviously tomorrow if they a quota come in today. So, well, I, I, the, the, the more important things for me, and obviously I haven't got a vote not being a member of this committee, but the two important things for me rather than cost are how long the work will last. So we've got five years, four to five years guaranteed from light, and also when the work can be completed. So. If Northwich come back and they can't do it until the middle or towards the end of December, then it's pointless and we may as well wait till next Christmas and save that 12 month warranty yeah, on the lights. Yeah, especially company and that is yeah. the whole of their business. Yeah. So I, I would say please take that into consideration. Um, we need it done this year, we can't wait yeah. Yeah. So This will be the third year, won't it? I, either, either you defer your decision to full council and allow Zoe to get the time uh, to, to speak to Northwich or make a decision tonight. And, and the guarantee of of how long it will last. We could we could defer the whole decision to Foot Council because it's and, and still put either company on, on high alert. Like so so defer Northwich or light. Um, shall we show of hands for defer? You could defer both. Defer the discussion. Yeah. 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 Well, 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 we could choose Northwich or we could choose Light. I think we need to make a decision tonight. We can take a recommendation. What if you pick Northwich and they can't do it until the end of December? Well, that's exactly. it. I mean, obviously, what? they haven't given us enough detail. Yeah. I think I'm looking on reflection of it. But we can, we could defer, as Ryan suggested, and ask Zoe to see if Northwich can. At least um, give us more give us some more information in terms of a light guarantee and a works um, guarantee. The decision can be made at it, full council, but we can put both of them on a high alert. In given the fact that if, if everyone's in agreement that we want the, the trees lit, yeah. it's not going to get overruled at full council, is it? Yeah, given well, the fact there's eight of us sitting. Either way, you need full council anyway. So is is there a time? Limit that, that I've got to have this decision by such and such a date. We'll have to do it at full town council. No, I understand, but the companies themselves have they said 
You must give us the date of the 1st of December, or we can't do it. They just have to know as soon as possible. Hmm. Yeah. 24th of December. Is it possible that we, we just want to go with light anyway because of the guarantee, or do we want to leave it open? My worry is unless you, unless we say to light that we have made a provisional recommendation for clients that we're going to pick you, it just needs rubber stamping. They won't keep the first weekend of December free. Yeah. That's my concern. Mm -hmm. is, yeah. is, um, so my, my preference is probably leaning towards light mm -hmm. because we can I say that Amelia's council, which has the majority of members of full council on it, has said light. I would always go for the cheaper option however if you were trying to justify it then light have provided the information that you require on both counts yeah, in terms, to be of, fair, yeah. in terms of guarantee and when they can do the work yeah. if i was a member of the committee my recommend it, my vote would be for light in that case do we have a proposal and seconder for light oh who's light there we go okay. and is, is everyone in agreement yes, yes. okay So the next one is uh, the issue of the Enkvolt testing for the Christmas lighting. So we've received a report from that. Everything has passed, however there are some recommendations, some advisory recommendations from the provider. So I'm wondering, do we, do we want to go back and request that that work's completed? Uh, and that we have some quotations to be able to consider? Got to go on on the 26th, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, they're still, they're all passed, so they can all they go, can on, still go on. Yeah. But uh, do, do right. we want to get some quotes for that work to be done? And I guess if it passed, they're going to be ready for the Christmas period. It could be that they're going to do it next soon, year. soon as the Christmas period is finished yeah. to get the work carried out. But then we know that they're more likely to have everything working for next December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. So yeah. we're happy to get some quotes for that. So that brings us on to the next item, which is allotments and green spaces. And we've had some correspondence <coughs> from Cheshire West and Chester regarding S106 funding. But I'm presuming Zoe has some more information on that. So there was um, amenity, natural green space, £4,647.50, and that's Marshlands Tree Garden, Hawthorne Road, or Community Centre, Lower Recreation Field. Do you feel that either of these amenity spaces could utilise this sum of money for appropriate enhancements? Yes, and that's one thing we've actually been looking at in the climate emergency working group. If uh, people have had a chance to look over those those minutes, we are we are wanting to do tree planting and enhancements to those areas. So so yes, I think we could make use of that. Would you like to say which area that you would spend it in now, or? Um, 
Marshlands is definitely one that we have identified for improvement. Mm -hmm. There are some trees that need to come out at marshlands. And there's and what, Japanese knot wood wants. Japanese knot wood needs treating as well. Yeah, that needs taking. So I don't know how much that is going to cost. It's on cheap. No. But, yeah. Well, it's got to be done, hasn't it? Yeah. So, Potentially, would we would we suggest marshlands for that because there might be quite marshlands. a lot that comes out, and we might need some money to kind of spruce it up and yeah, make exactly. it look really nice again after yeah. work. Yeah. Uh, it would so be it would be good to invest in marshlands as well because under previous councillors it was earmarked to be sold, and we uh, we refused that proposal. So it'd be good to show that along with Manly Cops, um, when the proposal came in as a joint proposal to sell Marshlands and Manly Cops, and we refused both, um, it would be very good to now show that we're actually acting on that and investing into it as well, rather than just letting it deteriorate, so uh, Marshlands is good. People are public assets as public assets. So, so would you like to um, sorry, request Marshland. more amount for Marshlands that they're offering? Yeah, because Hawthorne Road, that's got yeah. quite a nice orchard in it already, hasn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the one that's been used. So then the second one was, there's um, play sums of money of 2,634.50 and 1,584. That's for the updated play strategy, and they're suggesting church fields. Mm -hmm as a medium priority with Castle Park and Fountain Lane as a low priority and they just wanted to know if you've undertaken recent improvements at Churchfield, I believe you have. We have Churchfield yeah. we do need to be looking towards new flooring at Churchfield which is going to be pricey and I would potentially suggest we put it towards flooring at Churchfield. The carpet, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's like rubber matting. Yes. Um, yeah, it's like a, a safety flooring, but it's it's a new it's a new system, and apparently it's more durable and um, be a lot better. And the surfacing there, it's in holes in a lot of places. It's probably not deep enough. You get pools of water to collect. It's kind of one of our longer term objectives that we need to look at. So there's there's two amounts of money there. Did you want both for that, or do you want to split it? Um, the, the other thing at Marshlands was the, um, yeah, the disability wheelchair oh. swing. This was, sorry, this was play equipment this is only play. this one. No. This oh, 2000. we put that towards the um, disability swing at Marshlands then. No, not That's Marshlands. Church. Church. <laughs> church. <laughs> that would be a strange place to put a swing there. Too random. Now, we don't have a projector here, so what we said is 
I've, I've got some slides on my computer here. Potentially, I've seen Patrick's also got a computer. So if we can are kind we, of... Are we having a 15-minute time on this? It might be 15 minutes. I don't, okay. I don't think we'll exceed that. Um, it's, it's a relatively short presentation because you've all had, had the chance to look through yeah. our more detailed proposals. It's more just kind of, um, this is what we're, we're about. And at this point, I would like to suspend standing orders to allow Ashley to be able to join in with us as well. Um, so, I don't know who, who can see this. So, would, it, would you like to say anything before we start, Ashley? Um, what I'd like to say, yes, please, is that... We've had a very, very productive, constructive working group between ourselves and the three town councillors, Pauline, Councillor Lowry, um, Sumland and Eakin. And we've come up with um, some suggestions which we think would be a benefit for the community. To encourage people to walk more in, in, in the community and to cycle more and to basically get out of their cars a bit more. Um, these suggestions won't happen by magic. Um, they'll take a variety of flags of various activities to make them happen. And we, we very much look forward to actually supporting the council if it wishes to take these forward. So if we're looking at our slide here, the goal is to encourage active travel. Um, that's by making it safer and easier. So, so why? Uh, people who cycle and walk a lot generally tend to be a lot healthier. Um, Cheshire West have um, a zero carbon goal and it will help us to reach that. And also better air quality improves life for everybody. So our three proposals. The first one is to make crossings and junctions safer. Uh, we've looked at crash map, crash map data and it shows that there have been many incidents in Prodgen throughout the years. We also want to improve signage and general information so that people know what there is, how they can get places. Um, there's been a survey from Cheshire West and 69% of residents want better information. And that brings us on to proposal three, which was to look at micromobility rentals. And the Cheshire West Ginger Trial shows demand and large savings in carbon so then if we move on to looking a little bit further into our priorities, so crossings and junctions. So we've identified church streets, uh, residents feedback, high crash mask incidents, and it's in the heart of the community. Bridge Lane to Frodsham Garage, there's no crossings for 650 metres. Relentless traffic divides the community, you've got children crossing that road to go to school. And a fluid lane junction is problematic. Unsafe incidents are high, and residents feedback. And there's also very poor air quality there that has been identified as um, an air quality management area. We have improved slightly on targets since that report was first commissioned, but it's still not good. The air quality around there. You used to live there, Patrick, didn't you? And it was a factor for moving house, wasn't it? So. <laughs> it's quite how long like they are. <laughs> so um, this one here, I don't know if you can see in the background, this is um, an image of a map in Warrington and essentially they've got the centre of the point here and then they've got radial distances that show you how long it'll take to walk there, how long it'll take to cycle there. Uh, so we're looking at identifying 
what we've got already, the existing signage, then engage with experts on design, prices, locations, and then we will propose a plan and bring it back to the council. And then micro-mobility. So um, we, what some of the research I looked at was um, saying that if you've got good cycleways, people are a lot more likely to use bikes. Uh, we've got the start of the cycle path, which we're hoping to improve further. Um, so we'd be looking towards a partnership with Frogton Town Council, Ginger and Cheshire West with a preference to e-bikes over scooters because we think that the e-bikes would be a lot better suited to um, a rural landscape and safety on the roads. Um, so essentially we, we wanted to come to the council and ask if you would be able to commit to an active travel development fund. Um, it's, it would be, nothing would be spent without working with the council um, and it would be to earmark some of that money for next year's budget so we would actually be able to start spend, making some spends when we're, we, we're, we've resolved all of these items fully. Um, do, do Ashley and Patrick and Pauline have anything else to add to that? No. Some of the examples we were so, um, for example, Fudson Town Council um, Park funded the crossing outside Fudson um, Primary, whether it's Fudson Academy, and also the Nellerton. So, those are sort of examples of things that we've tended to look into use some of this money for the crossings at Church Street, Bridge Lane. Um, Try and get Cheshwest moving on Fluent Lane as well. Can I? What What do you actually think can happen at Fluent Lane? Um. So that yeah. That that. I mean, it it is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is. Um. But it doesn't have to be. That's you well, know. That's what I'm asking. What, what do you what think? So we don't know because we're not traffic experts. You know, I think this is the reality is Cheshire West neglected. We just need to get somebody with an expertise in highway engineering to look at this in detail and tell us what are the options. They might come back and say nothing, but someone who knows what they're talking about needs to tell us that, um, rather than somebody from Cheshire West who's not interested just saying, no, nothing can be done. That's not really good enough for me. I mean, I believe they, they've um, dismissed putting traffic lights in there because it would, A, increase air pollution, having queuing traffic, and there's the railway bridge. But I think if they studied it, they might find traffic lights would improve traffic flow and reduce the air pollution and you could set the traffic lights back so stuff isn't queuing over the railway bridge. Well, it will be, won't it, if anything happens on the M56? Well, yeah, but I mean, we, we shouldn't look That's at reality, our town. That's isn't it? Yeah, but we shouldn't look at our town as the bypass for the motorway. Well, it is. I it know, is. That, but most days of the week, you know, we're, we're living here and we... It's you know, I, I totally agree. I totally agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying... Sometimes you've got to look at it and think realistically. Well, I, I also this is where we live. This is what happens. Well, I think we we need to look at traffic engineers also. You know, that's we know what problems like when there's an accident on the M fifty six. So we've got to stop that. Of the group, it's like an active travel group. Yeah. So it's it's to try and make people feel safer and for it to be easier. So are there things that can be done around that junction that would perhaps make somebody on a bike feel safer getting over there and using mm -hmm. it? Are there things that can be done that make it safer for the children who live in Waterside to go to school at Manor? Yeah. Well, you know, there's the pedestrian crossing, which I use quite often, and people do not stop. Mm -hmm. They do not stop there. 
But can I also say, I mean, that junction, if it was sorted, it would cut out a lot of the traffic that goes down Church Street. I'm one of many who's guilty of going down Church Street just to get turn right at the traffic lights because don't like turning right at Fluent Lane. I totally agree with what people are saying. I personally, and I've been yeah. there all my life, and it's always been a problem. Oh, yeah. So, just to clarify though, Fleurling was deliberately put as the last one because it is not a priority for us. Mm. It, is, it, is, it is secondary to our goal. We're not here to look at traffic and cars and, and deal with yeah. that. We are here to encourage walking and cycling. That's yeah. what we're here to do. And those are the priorities for the, for, for the group, not specifically cars. And moving them around. Mm. And just, I must say as well, I, I went to Elsby yesterday okay, so and there was not one cyclist using that cycle path. No, every time I've been past lately, I've been pleased to see at least one. Mm, I mean, the, the lycra clad brigade don't. Go on, Fiona. Just there was two, a split of two, two mm. comments there, if I can just say this. If I understood Patrick correctly now, you said the priority is not the pollution situation. Is that correct? No. Oh, okay. So I thought you did say that. It's, it's an aspect of it, but we're, we're an active travel working group, so the objectives are to make cycling more accessible by making it safer. So we're talking about cycling now. Cycling and walking. Active travel is getting around using your own steam. If it's feasible. It is open to everybody. Oh, okay. Well, I've seen it myself. I'm sure you all have. One cyclist with no cycle lane on a road with 20 cars behind it. And then some, go some guy and then all the others say, I've got to go. I can't keep doing this, this speed. And it's dangerous because of, of that. And we talk about cycle lanes. Whenever I go through Hellsby, I don't see bikes on there. There's no streaming bikes going through Hellsby. I've seen kids coming out of Hellsby High School and they're using it. They're all walking along it. They love it, but, which is fine. But it's, it's not being used for what it's supposed to be being used for. And we're reducing the size of roads, aren't we? The width. I think they're all very good ideas. I'm not against any of the ideas. I just think sometimes you... Yeah, it, we don't live in an ideal world and I think education is more important. I think if you're saying to the cyclists on a Sunday that go out in the Lycra, why aren't you using the cycle lane? That's what we need to find out. Why aren't they using it? So we're not interested in them. No. We are interested in residents of Frodsham getting around Frodsham without having to use their car. We're interested in people being, getting active, healthy lifestyles, to be enabled to feel safe, to cycle to the shop, to walk to the shop, to cycle to school, to walk to school. We, that is what this is about. This is not about your middle-aged man in life going for a cycle on Saturday or Sunday morning. This is about ordinary people going about their daily lives, doing their daily chores, without having to necessarily get in a car by default. I don't drive. Yeah. I Absolutely. Have... This is for you. The, the crossing on Church Street, by the way, there's no, that's not for cyclists, that's for people who, who are shopping in Frodsham Town Centre. I totally agree with that one. This is what we are about. I this totally agree what, with yeah. the bridge lane. This, yeah, exactly. And idea. again, that also, not for cyclists. That is for people wanting to walk and get the bus yeah. so they can cross safely. Those are what our goals are. Mm -hmm. 
our goal is not to make it easier for middle-aged men to cycle through fronts on a bike. That's not what we are doing here. But isn't surely, aren't the road crossings Cheshire West's responsibility? They are Cheshire West, but Cheshire West is not, Frontsman is not a priority for them. But as Frontsman High Council has demonstrated previously, we can push the agenda. Mm. We right. can develop. We did, the Netherton crossing was Frontsman Town Council. The, the Zebra crossing outside Frontsman Primary was Frontsman Town Council. We can achieve it. We just need the backing of the council to take to Cheshire West and say, here is the priority for Frontsman Town Council. This is what we want you to do. And, and we contribute because there's already money well. allocated to a certain thing. You might be I think thirty thousand pounds is quite excessive. Well, that would be when Cheshire split. West have got a lot more money. That would be to split between each of the three individual proposals. So looking at roughly ten for each, um, not necessarily exactly ten. It would depend how things work out when we start talking with the experts and moving forwards. So and Helen, no, I'd just like to say. I, I see what Frodham Town Council does when it pulls together and we, we can pack a punch. Climate change I think is an important aspect particularly for our younger people in Frodham and I think if we can provide or start to push the agenda for making sure that we can have a, a healthy Frodham reducing where we can um, emissions by you know, people walking or people getting bikes then I, I, I think it's a, it's a great agenda um, I'd be supportive I am concerned Bernie it is 30,000 but I think sometimes we, we need to make an investment and I'm just, I know it's a lot of money but it's yeah. just that the thing it's, why are we giving Cheshire West money? I think it's provision isn't it so, so we're not saying that all that 30,000 can be spent but if we can put a provision in budgets for next year to, to support Things, I mean, like, things like these. Why, is, why wasn't a grant asked for? It, it's not giving Cheshire West money. We, no. we may we may look go down the avenue of applying for grants as well. I mean, it's like when we did Green Gates, we got money from the marshes, we've got some from the council, we've got some from the lottery. We've, we've looked at. I, I, I didn't mean that grant sort of the grant. I meant when we've just done the grants, like for this year. Why didn't the groups ask for a grant? Because there's a 10,000 maximum for all the projects on there. That's looking at uh, projects that are looking at around £1,000. This is a working group, there's a strand with the council that are looking to spend larger amounts of money, but it would be longer term projects that we'd want to work with the council. So we would we'd go away, we'd engage with some experts, we'd bring back further proposals, nothing would be signed off until it's got. Okay, the council. The council's still in charge of that budget. It's like, yes, we approve of that particular thing. No, we don't. And it would be a partnership move, moving forward in that sense. Ryan's had his hand up for a while. So we've got three areas to focus on there: Church Street, Bridge Lane, Fluid Lane. For the crossing. For roughly thirty thousand pounds. No, no, so no. there were three proposals within that. Yeah, so great. one was looking at information and signage to make things more accessible. That one was looking at junctions and crossings, and the other project in there was to look at uh, micro mobility rentals with a preference to e-bikes over scooters. And it would be we were kind of looking at thirty as a starting point for those three projects. Um, the council would still be in charge of all the allocation of that budget moving forward. But it's just so we can put something in next year's budget to be able to make a start on any of those things. If we don't put anything in next year's budget, 
we can't make any progress on it. This isn't going anywhere in terms of it's only going to get more popular. Yeah. Um, let's go back 10, 15 years ago, probably when we were told that we had to start sorting our recycling into blue bins, brown bins and food waste bins and things and, and we go, what the hell am I going to do that for? Why do I need to do that? Why do I need to do this? And look at it now that, you know, you wouldn't dream of throwing out a tin of beans without considering which bin it goes in that we're that regimented with it now that I think we can either lead on this and, and be quite at the forefront of Cheshire West in being part of this at the beginning or we can lag behind and we're going to end up having to get involved and being dragged into it anyway. I think it would be nice for Frodrum to be somewhere at the front of it. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, just on that point, because the lady in green, and we make a big leap of faith here, but this is Frodsham and Helsby's active travel officer from Sustrans. Correct. So, it's Sam Turner. It's Sam Turner, that's <laughs> it. Sam, I'm sorry. So, he's a Frodsham resident, aren't you? I am, yeah. So, um, you know, to be fair, this is a, a Cheshire West funded post through Sustrans, isn't it? Yes, correct. Um, for 12 months. You know, th we are leading on this area. There is, we are moving and we want to take this forward. Mm. And actually, you know, Cheshire West, if we show the right commitment, Cheshire West will yeah. will dig, dig in and fund as well. And, um, I, would, I would like to think so. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Um, especially when it comes to climate change. I think it is at the forefront. Do we not need to have a guarantee from Cheshire West? Well, that, that, this is this that, what the budget's that, for. That's not what I'm here to. No, no, no I understand that. But, but that's, that's if, what... If we had a proposal and said to Cheshire West, why, as a council, we are going to put up, or potentially put up, £30,000 towards this project, are you going to do it as well? This is a provisional budget, just so we can make sure... But that's sure the kind of thing we want to do, is say, to, you, know, yeah. you know, yes, here we like to do, and we'll go... We could help a little bit, but we're very poor with the town council, you know. And actually, but if Cheshire West think that they've got to pay for all of it, you know what they like. Um, so potentially, and that's for some of these. But some of them, like for example, the signs, information, actually, well, we can. We Lynn Riley has been banging on about that for a long we time. Can, we, we, we can we can coast ahead of Lynn Riley here. <laughs> she has heard. She's been on about it for ages. Cheshire West should be doing it. But this is all I'm bothered about is that we've got to explain to residents. Why we're spending this money, and they will say, "Well, why aren't Cheshire West spending it?" We give them a lot of money, so we need an explanation. Well, so why do the we reason, need to spend our money? The, the reason why it it's beneficial to be able to apply for funding through VAP, if, if you're looking at a council like Cheshire West, they have a lot of uh, responsibilities of, of things that they have to provide for health and social care, various things that they have to do. If you're looking at an extra sign in Frodsham or you're looking at someone's well-being in health and social care and it comes down to a point where you have to make those really difficult decisions, you're probably going to go for health and social care. So what it does do through a parish council budget is it enables you to say, this money is going to our town and it's going to be for these other things where we don't have all these extra obligations of things that we have to do with our money. And that's, that's where I think working with a parish council works really well. Ryan, I think I just Sorry. Could I suggest that maybe something similar to what we did with um, Ship Street, where we set an amount of money, I think it was it 100,000, 150,000, whatever it was, but we said if they then received funding from external bodies, 
So if they got a grant of 30,000, then that reduced the money that fraudulent put in. So if we put in 30,000 and we get 10,000 off the marshes, for example, fraudulent could then reduce their input. input. Well, for example, I think a crossing is roughly in the region of £40,000, so we're looking at 10 for a crossing. So if we were putting 10 towards a crossing, we'd still need to find 30000 from from other areas, and then there'd be 10 for each other. Yeah, the, the yeah. idea would be to, to work, with part, work with other councils, other bodies moving forwards. We don't have all the answers here today, but the question is, do we want to allow for some provision of this in the budget and further discussion of this moving forwards. It, it also lets us go to like the marshes and say we've got some match funding. Yeah. Match. Yeah. That, that, that's the big benefit. That's what I was getting The argument is, arguments are very good. Um, what, what I'd like to, to see it suggest is the neighbourhood plan, which is obviously after consultation at the moment, makes very strong points on some of these issues, especially crossings. And the, there's, there's, there's a very nice map in there which actually shows some of the selected preferred locations for these crossings. One is Church Street, another one is Bridge Lane, and one is Ballygarry. Different place, different locations. Say, residents, walkers, pedestrians want to cross all crossings to actually make the town more safe and friendly for people to walk around it. That's going to be good for business. It's going to be a bit, it's going to encourage people to come into the town and stay there more often and make it feel a lot more friendly a place. Um, I'm saying that on behalf of Cycling North Cheshire, we're not just about cycling. Our banner is encouraging cycling and walking. It's synergistic, basically, often very synergistic, so they work together. The other thing is, I actually I, I stop occasionally in my car when I'm going down Church Street because I see old people waiting there by the side of the road, waiting to cross different locations because they can't get across. Cars are doing 20 miles an hour, it's pretty down to the traffic light. Same thing by the garage. Cars are coming up to 30 miles an hour, both ways there. Kids can't get across the, 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 the bus stop. Same down Bridge Lane. There are actually some of them are coming down the hill because I do speed watch. Coming, coming down the hill, they, be, they, look at, they see that 60 mile an hour sign in the distance. They're speeding up. Mm -hmm. There's not many kids go, go that route, but they do. And there's no way of getting across there. So, I mean, there's a, it's a very strong, there's a lot of strong resonance feedback which suggests something ought to happen. It's a matter the which and the what's. Uh, dependent on what the council feels, what the residents feel as well. There's two things. First of all, the point I was going to take after Ryan, and that was basically what he said. It's a proposal to put £30,000 in there. If we get more from Cheshire West, then there's a possibility that we can reduce that amount. Right? Are we going to increase that again the year after? It, it depends on how you want to progress it, how many of the things you want to do, whether you think we've made some progress here, we've reduced some pollution levels here, we're seeing more people on their bikes, we're looking at the parameters of how much have we actually improved, what, what's been effective, has it been good, would we like to do more, there are all decisions that can be made as we go ahead and would be the council to make those decisions. Yeah. And just one other point before uh, before I finish, and that is, I totally understand what you're saying about having various other crossings in, but doesn't that cause traffic to speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down, etc., and that increases uh, the pollution aspect? I, I know exactly what you're saying about Church Street. I've done the same thing myself. I've driven down there and I've stopped for people to let them cross because there isn't a crossing. And there's already an issue with traffic build-up at certain times of the day. 
uh, on Church Street in particular, and that's why things are going now for Lane instead, as has already been mentioned. So that was just a, just a point I'm making, that's all. So. Um, Ryan and Burley, and then we might have to start wrapping it up and making a decision. We, we managed last year to earmark, was it a quarter of a million by the time we take into Ship Street and the Memorial Path? Mm. We managed to earmark those reserves without increasing the preset last year. We did have a lot of reserves though, didn't we? Yeah, but I, I just don't think 30 grand in the scheme of it is that big an amount of money for what you're looking to undertake. Whatever happens, if it doesn't happen within the next 12 months, it's going to come along the line. I, I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with all, everything. It's yeah. just that I don't want to pay for anything that I think Cheshire West should be paying for. Can I, can I second that comment? <laughs> because it was precisely the way I thought. And I don't think... My, my <laughs> view is you can argue people should walk more. Yes, fine, walk. Crossings, I don't have a problem with. No pro No problem. And signs, if you want signs, and I, I agree with signs, whatever's necessary. But people will do what they want to do. If they want to walk, fine. If they want to cycle, fine. If they don't, they want to drive a car. That's the way it is. And I see it the way I see it. You can aim your views, which I don't have a difficulty with, with this presentation. My view is that we should be aiming totally at Cheshire West, we need this for our town, and we shouldn't be paying. That's my view. I'm going to just make one point as well. Being as I do use that pedestrian crossing just near Gates' garage, next time we put a crossing in, can we have like a button like we have at the bottom of Fluing Lane? Because twice I've nearly got run over on that pedestrian, but they will not stop. I just, just, will not just think stop. you're more likely to get more from Cheshire West if you're appearing to be working with them and saying look we are willing to put in a little bit of money we don't have a lot but we are willing to work with you on this we were willing to pilot things for you we're willing to trial things and we don't necessarily have the same obligations of things that we, we are we, we have to complete as a parish council, so, so we are able to you know, mark some of those funds for us even though we don't have responsibilities that are tearing us in so many directions. I think it would help us drive an agenda for the town. Do, uh, are we, um, the, are we, the, the main thing with it is all, all the final decision making with the nitty gritty detail would always come back to the council, the budget remains with the council. So if there's something that you're apprehensive about happening in the future, it would all come back to a meeting on the council and the council would have the final say. The working group kind of do the research and the legwork of this, but it, it, everything comes back to the committee. So, so in that sense, the council still has control. So um, I, I think to avoid take, taking up any more time going around in circles, perhaps we might perhaps maybe need to come to a decision. So, um, Wants to propose or anything. So, is a good idea to present what you've presented this evening to the full council and let them debate it because they're the people who's going to decide on the money. It's got, it's got to go to budget approval anyway. Yeah. So why not present this if that's got the time and see what the council feels? 
Most of the full-time council is here. There's, there's eight of us here. There's only another couple of councillors that we need. To, I think we can make a recommendation. Yeah. So, so we're looking at two full council. Would we would we make this as a recommendation as something that we want in our amenities budget? Like no, no, none of the budgets mm -hmm. are signed off at all without that full council stamp of approval in exactly. January anyway. But as as an amenities committee. Is this something that we would like to budget for next year? As long as I've got a guarantee that Cheshire West are going to pay their share. Yeah. They'll have to. There's certain things like some of the signage we might be able to do on our own, but there's certain projects that just wouldn't run if there wasn't a Still would not be able to be moved out of the amenities budget without the whole amenities yeah. committee. It's not just like we're writing a 30 grand check and handing it over to these guys. It's still coming back in the same way that the Christmas working group money Absolutely. has to be signed off. And we're not just giving them 30 grand and saying away you go with it. Every bit, every penny of it is still coming back to, to you all to yeah. to ratify that spending. So yeah. I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to propose. Second, okay, so we'll reinstate standing orders for, for this bit. And <clears> if you want to make your proposal. I'd like to propose that we do um, set aside £30,000 for these and other potential Just um, take it as 30 I have said 30. I thought you said 35. No, <laughs> yes. no for these, for these and, and other, other, other schemes, um, as I say, on the basis of the proviso that it does come back to amenities yeah. um, with fully fully costed. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Can we have a short pants for all those in favour? Ryan's not on the committee. So I'm not allowed, yeah, but I would be able to. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Brilliant. So, um, brings us on to the next one which it is a kind of very similar agenda item so it's the climate action group uh, so we've got you all have some minutes and documents circulated now this working group isn't quite at the stage that we've got to with the active travel group so we haven't got to the point where we've particularly identified which proposals we think are the, the top ones to take forward. We're kind of more at a early idea stage where we've looked at, we might want to do this, we might want to do this, we might want to do this. Uh, we're, we're kind of a couple of months behind perhaps, but th there are a number of, of things in there. Some of them are relating to marl pits and marshlands, and it's, it's a very similar agenda item in the money would sit with the Minikins committee do we want to commit to the resolution that we made in the summer to declare a climate emergency and actually set some money aside to this to develop some of these projects? And again, the decision would come back to amenities and it would have to be ratified by full council to go through in the budget if, if, we, want, if we want to do that. Is Cheshire West involved in this? No, but this is things like marshlands. This, these are our, these are using our assets. These are not Cheshire West assets. In our assets. Yes, yeah. this is marshlands, marl pits, okay. Cromere. Um, these, these are ours. Right. So, community orchards and tree planting on community fields—they're things that every year we spend money on. Anyway, I have no issue with them. Um, a refill scheme. Is that the no, cost of money? That what, what is it? Oh, yeah. it's you know, like filling your water bottle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so essentially, there's, there's a website 
and um, as a business you can sign up to it. So at the moment I think Whitmore and Moyer sign up to yeah. the customer. No, but we would let you if you'd come in and ask. So. Patrick and I were gonna go around one one Saturday afternoon, talk to a lot of the businesses and actually have the form for a refill and say, Will you fill that in? Here and now, we'll take it away, we'll put them all together, and you can put a sticker in your window. And essentially, anyone who wants to fill a water bottle are more likely to come in if they see that sticker in the window. It's something that's it's something quite easily achievable, that one. The, the, the one on there that I probably have the most issue with is um, a printed newsletter because of the impact mm -hmm. that that would actually have. It seems counterproductive to a climate emergency committee to then be looking to physically print newsletters. Um, that, that would be the only, probably the only one, not really knowing what the moss filtration is. But, well, I um, have an issue with that too. A, a, a printed <laughs> newsletter is the only one that, just looking at it on the, on the top of it all, is just the one that I think, no, you, you don't need to. The, um, so yeah, the, the, the printed newsletter is one to publicise what's been done at some it's not for this stage. The, the rationale behind it, because you're exactly right, the, the, the reason for doing it is that there is a large section of the community that does not particularly engage with necessarily social media or um or basically first and foremost website and other things. And the only way to reach some of those guys might be by putting a leaf through their letterbox. Um, that's not a case patch where you can go, well, that's a person that doesn't engage on social media, there's a newsletter. You so have, to, you have to do it on every exactly. 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 So, yeah, so it, it, it's, it's not a firmass necessarily. It, again, it would be sort of, we bring it back and say, look, here's what we want to do for it. And here's, but it, it, those, are more, those are not, um, it's not a commitment that that's what has to be spent on. It's, yeah. we'd like some money available so that, you know, if there are projects we want to take ahead, we could bring it back to me and say, here's a project we think is worthy of doing because of X, Y, Z, and we think it's going to cost this. Is it okay to use our, the money we've set aside for that, for those sort of purposes? But again, the decisions would come back to the council. And for those of you who, who had some questions about the moss filtration, uh, so when there was the air quality management area set up around Clewin Lane, uh, it's looking at the pollutants that are in the air, uh, it's high, very high in nitrogen dioxide and there's a sp specific species of moss and uh, it's able to hold 20 times its mass in water and it actually filters pollution of things like nitrogen dioxide out of the air. Uh, there's a company in Belgium who have created a thing that they call the city tree and it can it acts as um, does the work of around 25 trees but it also takes out things like nitrogen dioxide this could be a project that we want to work with Jess, with Cheshire West there's also another company around the Leeds area who do something with this or it may be that we identify that species of moss and we actually want to plant some of that in some of our land resources however at this stage it's it's, it's early days, this working group is much further behind and we haven't refined our proposals as much as the active travel working group has, but it will be a very similar concept in that any decision making will come back to amenities, the budget will stick with the council and it's, do, do we want to invest in that decision we made of declaring a climate emergency?
give me some background on the illustration I saw. Um, I'm no expert in this, but there seems to be, and I've looked up the comp a company in Germany, which shows a wooden structure, maybe like a telephone box shape. Yeah. Um, and you would put that, because I don't know where you put that, but or two or three, whatever it is. How much do they cost typically? Uh, I, I don't think they would come particularly cheap, which would why a project like that might come more in hand with Cheshire West if we were to look at that, but it'd be you'd be looking at something around that Fuel and Main Junction if you were to do something along so those lines and try and improve the air quality. But would one improve the air quality? Yeah, I, there's a video I've watched where one of these has been implemented in, I think it's Hertfordshire Council have done it, and you can buy a model that has a live monitor on it and it shows you live data of what's been done. But it's, it's early days, it's not a refined proposal, we haven't identified that as a, definitely something that the group has as the highest priority. It's, it's an option that's out there, but we, we can't make any pr progress as a group if there's no budget at all. I can't see where what, what you're asking for actually, how much money. We haven't set a figure on it, it's would the council like to delegate a certain fund towards the climate emergency declaration that we made in the summer and would you like that group to look at the best way for that to be spent. We've had some early ideas that could be refined further moving forward but do we want to have that as a budget item for next year? Madam Chair, could, could this link in with what we've just been discussing about the fact that we're looking at uh, allowing people to walk and, and cycle etc and one of the things about crossings and so on and so forth, making it safe is also reducing pollution. So could that be coming out or work well with this thirty thousand that we're putting in? I mean, because they are the, because groups, yeah, but what I'm saying is the thing is again, but both rely on us getting money from Cheshire West, mm -hmm. and, and I'm a bit like Bernie. You saw that, you know, they might be sat there thinking, well, why do we need to bother? That you know, they're doing it all. Um, it doesn't. It, it, the, the, their overall links are, are aimed potentially in terms of it's all sort of addressing climate emergency partly, but there are some actions that sit within the climate emergency working group. For example, I think the climate emergency group of one of the previous communities was resolved to set up a working group to look after marshlands mm. itself, which we would need to fund, and it would yeah. some money for that. Uh, yeah, so but the it, it does not serve Patrick between the two. Um, I think they are definitely separate aims and separate yeah. objectives. Um, there is, there, because these are first and time financial assets that need investment, um, we would need some money to do that for those set aside. We're not talking necessarily £30,000 worth of money. No, no, no. I was just giving an example of that's what, what initially was asked for for so the previous project. At marshlands and mile pits, what we're looking at is uh, increasing biodiversity. How can we create carbon sinks in those areas? But also maybe looking at nature trails to encourage people to come in. With, is there opportunity for seating? So it might actually be somewhere where you, you want to walk around. If you've got young kids with you, it says, this is the wildlife that you can see in this area. These are what these animals look like. Can, can and to encourage visitors to... A sort of partnership with Chester Zoo, potentially, we talked about. They have lovely signage in their nature reserve areas. So kind of making those land assets as something, instead of something that's a little bit forgotten, trying to really make them shine and say, look, look how we're looking after our land assets and look what 
benefit we've also brought to the environment. Um, Climate Action Group is relatively in its infancy, isn't it? Yeah, in yeah. terms of it's only two or three months that ago that we even agreed to declare climate emergency in Frodham. Whereas Cycle North Cheshire is probably a more established group, well rooted, happy with that thirty thousand. It probably wouldn't sit well with me to allocate any more than ten thousand in its infancy to climate action group. Um, you know, community orchards and tree planting, as we've already said, we do that anyway. It's budgeted for somewhere, I can't remember which committee, but it is budgeted in there. The, amazing, the, the support we give to Hob Hay Wood every year, um, we could probably ask them to be more involved with climate action as well. Mark, I've already spoken to Mark, he's happy this is in partnership with people from Climate Action Frogger, which is yeah, an that's right. I think the majority of stuff is already being done, isn't it? Um, well, I was going to say, so on an ad hoc basis this year, we've already done the tree survey at um, Marshlands, oh, and um, so the, some of these expenses are, we're already running through this normal amenities budget, yeah. and it's more just to say that it may be worth considering next year that we might need some additional funds specifically for some of these activities, something like £10,000, that sort of thing, where these are not going to be actually huge costs because there's no specific proposals developed yet that, that, that we want so, to you know, I'm, I'm sure we bought loads of trees for the community orchard and they were about £12 each or something like that. They were yeah. stupidly cheap, yeah. the ones that we bought. And, and Woodland Trust don't yeah. I think things that might be more pricey would be if we wanted to work with Chester Zoo on signage for nature trails. I think things like that is more expensive. And Why would you work with Chester Zoo for signage? Uh, they have a lot of people with a lot of knowledge of biodiversity and nature that is going to be a lot stronger than mine. Um, they, they have experts there. We don't have to work with Chester Zoo, but I think that they do that. They're an example of people who do that very well. And that could be mirrored with what we do in the council. We might not want to work with them, we might want to work with a wildlife trust. That's just an example of a partner that we, we may want to have moving forward. So they might not want to work with the council, it might be, it might be somebody else. I agree with everything that's here apart from the moss filtration. I think we've got to look at where we live, what our community is like. And unfortunately, we do have a lot of antisocial behaviour, and it would be a target without mm. a. You've got to set some funds, otherwise, we've just paid lip service to this climate emergency, yeah. and we've, we've just gone, yeah, there's a bandwagon, we'll jump on that because it seems to be popular at the moment. If we don't put any funds in, we may as well just stop it now and say, yeah, we're not interested. I, I do agree that probably that there are some projects in there that are probably not for next year's budget, the moss filtration and things like that. We're probably talking two, three years down the line with things like that because this is a new thing to, to FTC and that is why I would say no more than no more than ten K. But it's down to you as a committee. So yeah, Helen. It's okay, I just really to echo what um, Ryan's just been saying. Um, and I'm not, um, not concerned about giving climate action um, a, a budget um, of, of yeah, £10,000, I think would be a reasonable sum. I'd like to see this developed more along the lines of the Cheshire um, network 
so we can so we can actually start to see what can we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot more research that needs. There is absolutely. So I'd just like to see some of these plans just, just yeah. yeah a little bit more developed. And let's um, face it, where we live, obviously ICI, we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's probably more important for this committee is to actually factor in when making decisions on Hoppe Wood, Frodsham Festival of Walks, how each of those impacts on climate emergency, rather than throwing money yeah. at climate emergency and the other groups that we support, it's also looking at how we're making sure that they are taking climate emergency into their, their thoughts. So, it's, yeah, maybe it's not always about a big pot of money either, but... Mm. So, is, is there someone who perhaps wants to propose that amount of money and then we can... I'm happy to propose yeah. for the £10,000 budget contingency. Okay, and do we, do we want to have a vote on that? All those in favour? Yeah. yeah so, so that one's carried as well then. Um, <coughs> excellent. So that brings us on to item 32, which is the summer planting scheme. So it's to note that there will be an increase of at least 10% on plants from summer 23 onwards, which the contractor must from the nursery and if I can say bring up the another item as well uh, you, you noticed that the planter at the end of St. I've sent an email today with pictures of it yeah and uh, it, it, it is in our contract with Northwich I have previously had conversations with Chris Shaw about trying to get things into those planters that are a bit more rooty and harder to pull out Potentially, it's not even been before. Mm. I mean, the one, the one near Ship Street and the primary school doesn't look fantastic either. So, I think perhaps we need to look at some slides. It has been planted up though, hasn't it? It has, it's mm. just the other it's quite sparse, and then every so often, I think, yeah, but they, they do grow into one another, don't they? You know, yeah. they've only just been planted really, and it's winter planting, so they're not going to. The trouble is spectacular, they, they? they put them in and then one or two come out. Yes. <laughs> it always just looks a bit patchy. So then there might be other planting schemes that could make those planters look more appealing. So that's that's potentially a conversation to have with Northwich. Yeah, but I don't know why they've missed them too at the top of the road. I think they must think they're not theirs, they just they're an absolute disgrace. Did this not happen last year? Yeah. Because I, I raised last year that the one outside my window at the Queen's hadn't been done, and mm. then you raised that that one hadn't been done. So the, si the same three got missed out last yeah. year that hadn't been. And they're probably being built for them. Well, Councillor Ashton did go back and she noticed that we had been built and they hadn't been done. So, so we need to um, chase them up. It does sound like it's the same three. Resolve that we'll, we'll have some conversations with Northwich about those and then we can, we can move that forward. Sylvia, is there anything that you can <coughs> add about that? I have nothing else to okay. Well, in that case, I will declare to close of the meeting. Uh, the next meeting will be on the 12th of December. Um, thank you for everyone for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.